I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Bad ideas do not die from starvation. Bad ideas die from indigestion. Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. All my coaching programs are now open at WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and you get the community access, member only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like-minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one-on-one coaching that is for high level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group or working with me one-on-one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence, to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is that go-getter energy. You know that when you just feel like going and making things happen instead of waiting for things to happen? Yeah, that. Let me put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, mindsets, theories techniques all under one unifying philosophy that is known as work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, I'm going to make an argument that any type of misinformation, any type of fake news, any type of bad ideas, harmful, hurtful, unproductive opinions. I think they should not be censored. They shouldn't be quieted. They shouldn't be deleted. They should not be blocked. You know what we should do with them? We just leave them there. We just let them live exactly as they are. And I'm going to make the argument. I'm going to make the case for why this is. Now, before I get into that, let me tell everyone that I have a daily motivation text that I want to send to you. Not to him. No, not her. You. Straight to your phone every single day. All you need to do to tell me that you want it is to text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. Just text me, say hello. Let me know you want to get the daily motivation. We'll confirm that you are you. Make sure nobody knows trying to pretend to be you through a different phone number. And you'll be getting that daily motivation text every single day straight to your phone. That number is down below in the description as well, 305-384-6894. Now, this topic right here, where'd this topic come from? Why am I thinking about this? Because I was just going through my email today and I get a couple emails a week from a couple platforms that follow like social media stuff. Some of them, I get some from like YouTube, some from, I think it's a company called Media Cube. They send me stuff about 
all the social platforms, what's going on with Instagram, what's Facebook doing, what's TikTok doing, what's YouTube doing. And they just send me these updates on things that are going on. So there was one that I read. And I don't even know when this came out because I was kind of behind on my inbox, but I was catching up on one maybe from a couple weeks ago from when I'm recording this, which will be several weeks ago from when you hear this. And the email said, and it had a link to an article that I read that said, YouTube is now going to demonetize anyone who puts out a video denying the concept of climate change. Yeah, that's all. That's pretty much what they said, that they're going to, anybody who, they're going to de, yeah, demonetize. I said that. Demonetize anyone who puts out a video that is denying the concept of climate change. Yes, I just said, said the same thing twice. Now, since a whole bunch of people on YouTube make money from YouTube videos because their, their channel is monetized, the last thing anybody wants is to get demonetized on YouTube. So if you get demonetized, you might, they might as well have just shut you down and destroyed your channel and just deleted your channel because now you can't make any money from it. And a lot of people make at least a percentage of their money or maybe a, a significant percentage of their money through their YouTube channels. So basically what YouTube is doing here, they are effectively telling people what opinion you can share or what opinion you cannot share. Now, I am not making an argument for or against climate change. I'm not arguing about the fact or the opinion or whatever you think about climate change. I have nothing to share with you on there. It is not my area of expertise. Is probably not yours. You might think it is, but it's probably not. Let's be honest. And this episode is not about climate change at all. Okay. So just in case any of you gets gets your your panties in a bunch over anyone saying anything about climate change, this episode is not about climate change at all. Okay. I'm just using that as an example. And this is going into a bigger point of just the concept of someone sharing what may be deemed as quote misinformation, close quote, or fake news or harmful or hurtful material. I think they should just leave all of it out there just so people can see it. The same way that I even made this case, I've written articles about this, that if there's a statue up of a person who has been found, the statue has been up for 100 years, and now we have found out or someone has discovered or someone has discerned now today that, well, this person was racist in some way, or this person says something that they shouldn't have said, or this person own slaves or this person did something that was racist. Now we got to take their statue down and they shouldn't be honored at all in any way, shape or form because they did something that we now consider to be bad. I don't think any of those statues should be pulled down. I think they should all stay exactly where they are. So about the statues, about any type of fake news, misinformation, whatever you want to call it, I'm making the same argument for all of this stuff that it should all stay exactly where it is. And I'm going to tell you why I believe that. So if you disagree with me already and you haven't even heard my argument, Listen to my whole argument so you will understand my point. It has nothing to do with actual statutes, has nothing to do with racism, nothing to do with climate change or anything else that any of y'all might like to get excited and argue with people over the internet about. All right. So now I think this is bad strategy. I think it's better to leave it there. And now I get into why. Point number one, topic once again is we should let all misinformation live. Right, if something is misinformation, you know that it's inaccurate or you believe that is inaccurate. A lot of times people say they know, but they actually believe that it's inaccurate or you're of the opinion that something's inaccurate and it shouldn't be allowed to stand because it's just bad and it's not accurate and it's going to be misinforming people and it's telling people stuff they shouldn't think. And these people are just wrong. So they should not have they should not have a, a megaphone or a platform to say anything. If you believe that about any kind of information or any type of person, I'm going to tell you why I think completely differently. We can still be friends. Point number one. Bad ideas will expose themselves. If I said nothing else to this episode, this will make my point. 
A bad idea will expose itself. You don't need to fight against a bad idea. Someone walks into a room and they offer a really, really bad opinion. It's based on a lack of information. A person is clearly misinformed. A person does not know what they're talking about. A person just hasn't read the stuff that you have read. They don't know what you know. They didn't go to school the way you went to school. They just are not as smart as you are because, of course, we know you're the smartest person in the room. If someone comes up with a bad idea like this, the worst thing you can do is to try to silence them and shut them down and smother their sharing of their opinion. What you should do is the exact opposite. Let them share it as much as they want to. Let them say it as much as they possibly can. Because what's going to happen is their bad idea will die from exhaustion and exposure. Bad ideas will die from exposure. That's how bad ideas die. Bad ideas do not die from starvation. Bad ideas die from indigestion or by letting them get shared so many times. Just think about it. Someone has a really bad idea, some really bad information. Let's just use the climate change stance that YouTube has decided to take here because YouTube really did do this. And again, this is not about climate change. Any of you who is any of you who's excited about climate change, positively or negatively, whatever it is, it's not about climate change. Okay, I'm just using it as an example. And oh, yeah, this video is going to be on YouTube. So I better make sure I'm saying it. So let's say someone has a really, really bad idea about climate change. They are just trying to deny it. And they're saying it doesn't exist. And they're making videos and they're bringing experts of what they consider to be experts on their show. And they're interviewing people and they're giving you information that they found on the dark web. All the reasons why they are deniers of climate change. Let's just say that person exists. Right. And they put this material out there. You don't want to shut them down and quiet them and not let anybody hear them. What you would rather do is let everybody hear them, amplify their message, let the whole world hear everything that they're saying. Let them tell the whole world everything that they believe, because here's what's going to happen. If that information is actually bullshit, if it's actually bad information, if it's actually fake news, if this idea is really as bad as you think it is, what's going to happen is the people will see through the bullshit. And the bad idea would no longer hold weight. And that person will have ruined all their own credibility. They will have destroyed themselves. They will have hanged themselves by sharing more and more bullshit information. The more that a bad idea or the more that bad information gets exposed as just that bad information and the bad idea, the less chance that it will ever show its face in public again. Because when someone has a bad idea, you want to let it get exposed to as much sunlight as possible. Don't block it from the sun. Let it get as much as it can. So that the perpetrator of the bad information can expose themselves, they can ruin their own credibility, and now you don't ever have to worry about them again. They will never be a threat again because the next time they come up, what I just tell you in yesterday's episode, that we think of something that somebody did or said three years ago, even though they have completely changed their credit score, so to speak, from the past, and we go use it against them anyway. Oh, well, this thing happened five years ago, or this thing I heard about, or this thing I saw about on Google from you from seven years ago, I'm going to hold it against you even though I just met you today. We do this every day, every single day to people. Now, you might not want to admit that you do it, but you do it to people all the time. And whether you want to admit it or not, people do it to you. So if someone has a bad idea, you don't want to shut them up and not let them share the bad idea. Let them share the bad idea. They will destroy themselves. They are digging their own grave. This is why any misinformation that someone wants to put out there or fake news or whatever phrase you want to put on something that you disagree with that somebody is sharing, you want to let them put it out there because they will actually destroy themselves. And you don't even have to fight against them. You only have to worry about who's listening to it. Because again, if something is a really bad idea, it will eventually be exposed and it's going to be clear in the long run. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is why we should let all misinformation stand and live exactly as it is. Number two, when you try and suppress, suppress an argument, 
or you try to suppress somebody's idea or call something misinformation or label it fake news or somebody posts something and you report it as no, it's not good to try to get it taken down or try to get their their account banned or suspended or whatever it is people do these days. And you're not challenging the idea. You're not challenging it like, okay, I see what you're saying, but here's what I'm saying. Let's let's talk about this and let's figure out and let's figure out where the actual truth is, where the facts are. You're not doing that, but you're trying to shut it down. You don't attack the point and say, all right, well, you have this point. Here's my counterpoint. Let's go back and forth and let's figure it out and let the audience decide. You're not doing that. You're just trying to quiet them completely, suppress it so nobody can hear it or see it. What you're actually doing is making it worse. You're actually giving more energy to whoever or whatever you're trying to shut down. Let me tell you how. Because in the world that we live in today, information is the easiest thing to come across. It's the easiest thing to find. It's the easiest thing to drown in. It's easy to create information, whether it's true or not. It's easy to find information, whether you want to or not. And it's easy to share information, whether you want it to be shared or not. These things are very, very easy to do for anyone. Anybody can do this. There are little kids who can't even talk who can share some information on the Internet. Literally can share information on the Internet. They know how to use the phones better than maybe some of you who are listening to this right now. Even the bad stuff, easy to create, find and share. So when you try to block an idea or an opinion, even something that you consider to be misinformation and you can prove that is misinformation, the problem is, it's like you're trying to stop water from flowing. All right, it's impossible. All right, it will find ways to get through your hands. It will find ways to seep out on its own, whether it needs to go through back channels, if that's what it needs to do, it will do it. All right, it will find its way out there, whether you want it to or not. So instead of trying to fight, to, instead of trying to fight the current, right, just let it go and let it destroy itself. As I just explained to point number one, these days, if someone's information or opinion or idea gets labeled as not accurate, we call it now the phrase people use, at least as of this recording, the current phrase is conspiracy theory, right? You label something a conspiracy theory, then people think twice about sharing it. They think twice about saying it. They even think twice about thinking it. Like, maybe I shouldn't think this way because people call it a conspiracy theory. So I'd be wrong if I have this opinion or I have this idea. And this works on people, works on some people, doesn't work on the more disagreeable amongst us, but it does work on some people and it works on people to keep them from spreading things and keep them from saying things. The problem is it doesn't stop the information from existing and it doesn't stop it from actually getting out there on some level at some point. It's still going to get out there somehow, some way. But and listen, let me offer this concession. Some of the stuff that gets labeled a conspiracy theory is just a theory and it is a conspiracy and is not accurate and it gets proven as inaccurate eventually. Or some of it that's existing right now will eventually get proven as inaccurate. I accept this as true and I will offer that concession. Some of it will and some of it will get proven as actually accurate and it won't be called a conspiracy theory anymore because everybody's like, oh, remember we were calling it a conspiracy a year ago? Now it's kind of accepted and then people just, the same people who are calling it a conspiracy are just quiet on that point, right? Then they just pick up a different argument and change the subject. But understand, if anything gets labeled a conspiracy at one point and then in the future, we realize it wasn't a conspiracy and it was actually true. And there are plenty of examples of this happening. Then what happens? Now we got to look at everything. Now we look at everything that gets labeled a conspiracy and say, OK, well, look, remember that one time that they got it wrong? Maybe they'll get it wrong again. And as I just told you yesterday, we do this all the time. We do it to people. People do it to us. We do it to entities. We do it to companies. We do it to ideas that we could take that one time. If you are not in favor of a person or an entity or an organization, you will think of one thing bad that they did, whether you knew about it, whether you can prove it or not, and you will hold it against them forever, no matter what good they do. All right, you do this. Other people do it. And people will do it to you if you happen to be on the wrong side of that conversation. 
And if there is something that you are in favor of, something that you like or someone who you are fond of, you will take in, even if everything they did in their life is terrible, you'll think of the one good thing you can think about them. And you will use that as a reason to excuse every other reason that you probably shouldn't deal with this person or accept them or support them. And you will use that as a reason to do what you want to do anyway. Why is this? Why do human beings do this? Because human beings are driven by emotion and we justify our emotions with our logic. All right. If we were driven by logic, then everything would be completely different. But everything ain't different because we're not driven by logic. We're driven by emotion. So if we see one thing that gets labeled conspiracy theory and then it gets actually found out that is actually true and accurate. Now we got to look at everything that's labeled as a conspiracy theory and ask ourselves, hmm, well, maybe that might be accurate, too. What are they holding back this time? What are people trying to keep me from believing this time? Doesn't mean you're going to be right. But you got to look because remember that one time? Again, all of us human beings, we all have this inside of us. We are wired for this. All right. It will always be like this as human beings. Any effort made to block certain information is the exact thing that draws more attention to that information. This is what happens with a certain percentage of the population. There are some people out there who, again, when something gets blocked or gets mar marked fake news or conspiracy or whatever negative label want to put on it. There are some people out there who are very, um, they are the type of people who are very respectful of authority. So when they hear some authority, whether it's a news network, a government person, or maybe just someone they respect and like say, well, don't listen to that because it's fake news. They will accept that and just never listen to it and never look at it. But there's also another percentage of the population who, as soon as you say something like that, that's going to make them want to look at it even more. Can we agree? And those people are going to go look at it. And if they can find an ounce of truth in there, an ounce of substance in there, they're going to go share it with somebody else and somebody else and somebody else. And those people are going to make it into, it's going to become something that people know about. doesn't mean everybody's going to find out about it, but it's going to spread more just because of the fact you're trying to shut it down. There are people who are going out of sheer perversity are going to put it out there just because you're trying to stop them from doing so. Not necessarily because they believe it, but they might come to believe it once they get to pay more attention to it. And the only reason they're paying more attention to it is because you tried to shut it down in the first place. If you would just let it go, let it go out there and let the public and the court of public opinion, the court of ideas, the marketplace of ideas deal with that idea or that information or that opinion. Maybe if it was actual bullshit, it would have got shut down at the basic level. But because you try to quiet it and suppress it and not let it get out in the first place and not let people decide for themselves. You try to decide for them, YouTube, instead of letting them decide for themselves. Those people are going, that information rather, is going to find its way to the same eyes and ears that you tried to block it from. All because you tried to stop it. If you had just let it go, it would have got exposed, it would have got destroyed, and it would have been over. But you have actually exacerbated the problem by trying to shut it down. All your efforts to block something are the exact thing that draws more attention to the thing that you're trying to block. I mean, this is exactly what happened with Richard Nixon and Watergate. Now, this is before my time, wasn't even alive yet. But from what I read, Richard Nixon, some bad things that happened. Let's just put it this way. I'm keeping it real simple. Some bad things that happened. And it would have made Richard Nixon, his uh, presidency and his whole his whole team, everybody in his team, his administration would have made them look bad, but it wouldn't have destroyed him. It just would have made him look bad. But he tried to cover it up and stop it from even getting out so people couldn't even see him looking bad. And he was because he was so paranoid and because he was so paranoid and tried so hard to stop the little problem from happening. He actually created a much bigger problem. And that's exactly what happens when you try to stop a little thing from getting out, because the little thing would have came out. People would have saw it, would have reacted and would have been over. And he would have everyone would have lived happily ever after. But because he tried to stop it, he took a level two problem and turned it into a level 20 problem and he paid for it with his career.
people want to know what's so bad about this thing that you are trying so hard to block it and it will become bigger than it actually needed to be because of the attention that you put on it. And then you fix everybody else's attention because you gave it attention. Point number three, today's topic, once again, why we should let misinformation live. The cliche says the cream always rises to the top. Everybody heard that cliche before, right? Do you agree with that cliche? Is anybody, if there's anyone who disagrees with the cliche, the cream always rises to the top, please leave a comment or text me. Let me know that you disagree and tell me why. Give me a, a logical argument for why you do not agree that the cream always rises to the top. For the most part, in my experience, most people agree with that statement, that the cream rises to the top. In other words, if you're really good, if you have real substance, if you're, there's real virtue behind you and what you're doing, eventually, might take some time, but eventually it will be obvious and everybody's going to know it. All right, this means it's basically playing the long game. Most people agree with that. So to wrap up everything that I've said here today, your job, when you see someone has some bad information, when you see someone get promoted to a position that they did not earn, when you see someone getting props or getting some type of reward for something that shouldn't go to them, it maybe should go to you or go to someone else. And they, they really don't deserve all the, the kudos and the respect and the congratulations and maybe the money and rewards and attention that they're getting right now. Instead of coming out and fighting against them and arguing against them and trying to shut them down and doing a whole campaign about it, which draws way more attention to them and actually makes them maybe even more of a sympathetic figure because of what you're doing. Instead of doing that, let me give you a better strategy. Have the patience and the discipline to let bad ideas play themselves out. And it requires the, those two things, two virtues, patience and discipline. Just let them play out. Because if someone really doesn't have substance, eventually it will be clear that they don't have substance. If a bad idea is really bad, eventually it will be obvious that the bad idea is actually bad. If this information is really not accurate information, it will be obvious that it's not accurate information because life and experience will prove that it's just that. There's a story in back in the way, way back in the days uh, before all of our times. There was this painter. I don't remember exactly who he was working for. I just remember reading the story. He was a really good painter and he got commissioned, hired, in other words, to do a big painting job for one of the city politicians. And there was a a big job, big amount of money, all of that. Now, he was one of the best painters in town. He had put a lot of work into building up his painting, his business and his reputation. So he deserved the job because of the work he had put in the reputation he had built. Now, another guy got put on the job with him. So he was going to be working just two painters, two co-painters on his job. Now, this other guy, the only reason he got the job is because he was he was a relative of someone in a position of power in the in politics, didn't really have any painting skills, wasn't really good. And he was going to be on the job. So basically, he was going to get half of the credit and half of the money for something that he hadn't even earned. So the main painter, the guy who had put in all the work and actually earned his position, he was very he didn't like the fact that he was going to be sharing the credit and the money with a guy who didn't have half of his skill and hadn't put in half the time that he had put in. Now, what would most people do in the world that we live in today? What do most people do? Most people will start a hashtag and they would go bitch and complain to the Internet about the fact that things are unfair and they're somebody else is getting credit that they don't deserve. That's what most people would do. That's what most people would do back then. That's what most people would do now. And it's what most people will do 100 years from now. But let me give you a better strategy because you don't want to do what most people do, do you? Let me tell you what most people won't do. So what this painter ended up doing is he all of a sudden became very sick and he couldn't come to the, he couldn't come to work to work on the painting. 
So he was sick and he missed like three, four or five days. He's just out sick. So finally, some officials from the city who were worried about, you know, if this painting job is ever going to get done, they came to the guy's house to see him to see, you know, if they could help him help remedy his sickness so he could get back on the job. And the painter said, well, listen, I'm still pretty sick. I can't work yet. But hey, look, you hired that other guy to be the co-painter. He's good enough. He can finish the job too, right? So the city officials left and a few more days go by. No work is getting done on the painting because this other guy who's going to get half the credit, obviously he's garbage. He has no skills, so he can't do anything. Even though the whole premise was he's going to do something, but now it's becoming clear he's going to do anything. So they went back. The officials went back to the painter's house and said, hey, and how are you feeling? He said, well, hey, I'm still sick. But remember, you hired a co-painter. He's just as good as me. He can finish the job, right? And finally, the city officials got the point of what was being demonstrated here. And they fired that other guy, the guy who hadn't earned anything. They fired him off the job. And miraculously, what happens? The main painter who was so sick those days before, all of a sudden he recovered a day or two later and he finished out the job. The whole point is this, everybody. When there's a bad idea, a bad person, a bad, some bad information, some fake news out there, and you try to shut it down or you argue against it, first of all, you exhaust yourself in doing this. Second of all, you might make yourself look ridiculous arguing against it. Third, you draw a whole lot more attention to the very thing that you don't like. Now you got everybody paying attention to it. And some of those people are going to look at it and say, well, hey, you know what? There might actually be some substance here because you drew their attention to it. They otherwise wouldn't even know that it, it existed. It is much better to let the garbageness of someone else's idea show itself instead of you even getting involved at all. So you save energy. You still get to prove your point and you get rid of that thing in such a way that it will never come back and never be a threat to you ever again. All it requires is you to have patience and discipline. Life, experience, and truth will prove all arguments. Let me say that once again. Life, experience, and truth proves all arguments. The challenge for all of us is that we get triggered emotionally by arguments that we disagree with, and we want to shut people up as quickly as possible, especially now because we have these smartphone devices where we can just react and respond to anything as quickly as possible. Whereas if we had to wait a week, to respond to everything that we saw, we wouldn't respond to 99% of the stuff that we respond to. Or uh, let's not, let me not say respond, react to. The difference between responding and reacting. So you might applaud because maybe you agree with the suppression and the removal or demonetization of anyone who's sharing the wrong point of view or some hateful speech or some harmful words or a bad idea or the wrong opinion or incorrect facts or fake news. You may be applauding this, but what I suggest you do is go the other way. Don't applaud it. Don't say anything. Let them punch themselves out. Let them let that bad information run off its own energy till it runs out of gas. Because again, if it's actually of substance, it'll be obvious. And if it's not of substance, that'll be obvious too. But if you try to shut it down, then everybody's going to want to know what it is. Now you got everybody paying attention. You won't have to lift a finger and whoever shared that bad information will never be able to argue that they were blocked or suppressed. And that's why nobody's paying attention. So you don't give them anything that they can stand on. And then you still win. The only payment is patience and time. My question is, can you do that? Not an easy question. Let's recap today's class, which is let misinformation live. YouTube is saying this just recent one that I read, and this is not new from YouTube. They've been demonetizing people for all kinds of reasons for years. But one of the things they said, they're going to demonetize anyone who puts out any kind of material that is denying the concept of climate change or the scientific fact of climate change or the belief or whatever phrase you want to put on it. Okay. Again, it's not about climate change. Since people make money from YouTube, YouTube is essentially telling people what you can say and what you can't say. 
I consider that more of a a bully tactic. But hey, is their platform as some as their supporters say they could do whatever they want? Fine. Let's talk about why they probably shouldn't do this. I'll give them a better strategy. They'll save them a lot of time and energy. Number one, let bad ideas expose themselves. You don't have to fight against them. They will die from their own exhaustion. They will die of exposure. Someone is garbage. You should let them spread themselves as far and wide as possible so everyone can see how garbage they are. And therefore, they have no argument that they didn't get a chance. Point number two, when you try to suppress an argument or idea, not challenge or attack it, but suppress it so nobody can hear or see it, you only make things worse because somebody's going to find it and those conspiracy theories, quote unquote, now just going to find an underground, they're going to find an underground track and a more clever way of spreading themselves. And if there is ever a quote unquote conspiracy that gets proven true, now we got to look at everyone as if it might get proven true. Because remember that one time, it's the same thing we do with human beings all the time. We got to do it with information the exact same way. Point number three, the cliche says the cream rises to the top. Since all of us agree with this, have the patience and the discipline and let bad ideas play themselves out. Because if it's not cream, it won't rise to the top. And if there is cream, it will rise and everybody's going to know what the actual truth is. If you try to shut something down before people get a chance to assess it for themselves, they're going to want to know why you are trying so hard to shut it down. Your attention to it actually makes them pay attention to it. So you're trying to stop something actually makes it bigger than what it needed to be even in the first place. It's kind of like if a, a mosquito flies by you and or a mosquito bites you and you get all hysterical about the mosquito and you go swinging all around, you exhaust yourself, get all sweaty and tired. But if you had just sat still, just swatted at it one time, the mosquito would have flown away and it would have been over. But you made a bigger deal out of it than it needed to be. In other words, you made a mountain out of a molehill. You can let bad ideas kill themselves, letting them punch themselves out and let them be exposed to the sunlight. Because when it comes to the light, as they say, the truth shall come to the light. The lie can't survive in the light. Give it light. You won't have to lift a finger. No one can argue that they were blocked. No one can argue they didn't get a chance to share their point of view. And you still win. Uh, all it requires is patience and time. The question is, are you willing to make that payment? All this said, if you want to receive my daily motivation text every morning straight to your phone, just text me. This message will keep you sharp, focused, and on point every single day, guaranteed, or your money back. My number 305-384-6894. And work on your game university. My Bulletproof Mastermind group coaching is open. Thursday Mastermind one-on-one coaching is open. All at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.